I love anime where the theme song gets the point, uh, just crams in the synopsis of whatever the anime is supposed to be about. You know, Dragon Balls. And I'm t- and I'm looking at you, Jujutsu Kaisen. Would it kill you to just be like, hey, curses exist. <laughs> Get those fingers. Sakuna's fingers. How many fingers does he have? It's 10. 20, actually. Wait, 20. is it 20? <laughs> I haven't read the yeah, manga. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's funny because it's like, yes. He he's got arms. fingers on his feet. Oh, he's got four arms. Oh. Yeah, yes, he has four arms. I thought maybe he just has foot fingers and calls them fingers. <laughs> you mean toes? Exactly. Bro, you mean toes? Sakuna, this is, what, this is what I thought for three seconds. Sakuna in his infinite power was never told what toes were. <laughs> he just called them foot fingers. He's the strongest guy in the verse, but he was never told what toes were. Okay, here's the thing. If you eat Sakuna's toes, you don't get curse powers, but you do get a weird feather. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. But this time he just said mandala effect, and I couldn't help it. <laughs> the Mandalorian effect is very strong. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna watch that show, that show someday. I watched the first two seasons. Someday I liked it. it. I heard the third one was bad, and I'm like, I don't. Disney wants too much of my time. I like westerns. I like yeah, the westerns. first. The, the, I love westerns. I love westerns. Uh, the woman I'm currently dating yeah. got upset when she came over my house because she's like, "You have guns everywhere." I'm like, "I have two, like three western posters. I don't feel like that's guns everywhere." Oh yeah. <laughs> and and in my defense, yeah. two of them are. You guys see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yeah. Uh, so I, I haven't seen it, but the Tarantino yeah, one. Yeah. So yeah. so t- so the the main character Rick Dalton. Two of the movies that he's in in that movie, I have the posters for that movie right here, and he has guns that's, in them. So I'm like, so I'm like, in world, these are not real guns. I feel like these don't count. Right. But I have a Django poster, yeah. and I have a. Is Rick the Brad Pitt character or the Leo character? Leo character. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna write a book like about his, movie, his career. And, <laughs> so, like, I feel like every time this movie comes up, I feel like <laughs> not that I have to bring up the Bruce Lee scene, but um, yeah, I've got, you I've gotta got bring up the Bruce Lee. I'm not. I'm not. But here, well, here's the. Th- I'm not like mad. I'm not mad that I'm not mad about the scene so much as I am like. I just don't know if Tarantino had the right to do that. Oh, no, no, no. I <laughs> like. I think if somebody else did it, I'd be okay with it. But I'm like, I don't know if you have the right to tell this story, Tarantino. Yeah, it's like kind of. <laughs> it was really gross. It's kind of like, it's kind of, it's like hearsay, and it's like, it's more the way they portrayed him more than the actual. Yeah, and what what bugs so, me, I mean, oh. like an what bugs me even more than him just being an asshole in that scene is that he falls for a really stupid trick that real Bruce Lee would have been way too smart to fall for. So yeah. I'm like, Tarantino, <laughs> you don't like know anything point. about Bruce Lee. Now, to be fair, when I'm struggling in Jeet Kune Do. It is fun to watch him get thrown into the side of a car. Sometimes that's cathartic for me. Yeah. But that is a separate issue. Yeah. Here's the thing. No, Bruce I def- Lee- there's definitely something Bruce- to be said for the fact that Bruce Lee was a guy and not like an actual mythical. Yeah, movie. but he was yeah. also really, 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 also, really smart. He wouldn't have fallen for that. It's just it's bad writing. Yeah. You know especially in a especially yeah. in a yeah, especially in a fight game. But they needed to build they needed to job somebody out to make him to make uh, Brad Pitt's character look good. So Brad Pitt look good. I mean Bruce Lee because of what happened later in the movie. He's that's a Chinese what, superhero, man. No, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, it's I, what happens I later understand. in the movie makes make, has to make that character look fucking Batman level. But yeah. And the other thing that kinda takes it down for me is that it is it is like 
ahistorical fine but you know it's another yeah like you know tarantino <laughs> right his doing history wrong again movie where it's like so it takes a little bit of the edge when it, of it, yeah, i so <laughs> I've I've kind of actually fantasized you know about if I could find a copy or digitally doing my own edit of that movie where I just cut out all the driving and feet and it's just a much tighter story. <laughs> yeah, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, the reason yeah. that he stopped doing westerns is because he couldn't do shots of people's feet and driving. Mm, yeah, he, uh, yeah. Horses and boots, I mean, not as do- much. Yeah, you can no. do boots and spurs. Boots and spurs is true. You don't see, but it's feet. not the same. It, it's not yeah. the same. Sometimes you just want to conjure Sharon Tate's dirty ass hippie feet, and you can't really do that in 1870 Wyoming, like the Hateful Eight. <laughs> and that it's not appropriate. That, that motherfucker really wanted that motherfucker partially made that movie to see Margot Robbie's feet, and I respect it. <laughs> I respect it partially. partially. I never thought about like, like, that. Like, I, what like I love he, is- he made he, yo directors make movies to do to do certain things, and some of those things uh. is like. Casting a hot actress to look at her feet, like. Yeah, I my favorite thing about Artistic. the discourse of that movie Artistic is way. because every film nerd can't imagine that their favorite auteur would do anything wrong. There was a whole video I watched that was like, "Is this Tarantino commenting on everything he's ever done, including us being aware of his foot fetish?" I'm like, "No, he's lost his damn mind." Shut up, nerds. He just wants to look at feet, <laughs> and he doesn't care that you notice anymore. Like it's not, you know what? He's a millionaire and he's gonna look at feet. Yeah, I fucking respect it, man. You know what? I would rather like I would rather Rob Zombie drink. I would rather Rob Zombie put Cheryl Moon Zombie in every fucking movie he makes than just like half of the gross, creepy shit the directors actually do to random people. Like I'd rather that. Yeah, I I'm okay with it. Like you know what I mean? What's her name was in every uh, Tim Burton movie. Yeah, fucking yeah. Uh, With Helen Bottom Carter, I'd rather that. Like Helen Bottom Carter, just you know, an every you, you know people Carter. shit on people shit on Adam Sandler for just having movies with all his friends. But you know what? Yeah. Fuck it. I'd I'd rather that than fucking. Yeah. That's my favorite thing Adam does. Actually, is yeah, he just employs all his friends. I just wish yeah. his movies were better written. Yeah, but that's not because it's, that's not because he's casting his friends. It's just because he's. Being if you lazy. think about it, it's what every director kind of does it's like oh how many yeah, times is he are you yeah. gonna cast samuel l jackson because clearly you just like hanging out with them that's fine yeah why are we making a big deal yeah. when it's grown-ups five yeah. who gives a shit well exactly me, yeah me and yeah. me and uh me and lou call it but the seth green the someone's being seth green where they're just hired on the movie because people like them yeah yeah like oh Oh, you're just oh you're you know, he's in the Seth Green role where he's like oh he doesn't think to the movie but people like the <laughs> he likes him uh, behind the scenes so they he's in the movie now yeah heard yeah. Keanu Reeves gets that's cast, why he was in Rat Race Keanu Reeves gets cast so much because he's just a delight to work with apparently he's just so cool yeah, that that's people awesome. are like yeah he can't yeah. emote but who gives a shit he makes money and he's really sweet let's just have him around <laughs> and and ask him stories about being, Matt, doing Matt, Richard Linklater movies or whatever. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey, same thing. It was like, oh, we just like having Matthew McConaughey around, or yeah. surprise Matt Damon, which is a new. That's that's my favorite. Uh, inter, uh, film, that's my favorite film, film trope. Surprise Matt Damon. Yeah, Interstellar. Yeah. Uh, the only one I can think of offhand. That's uh, the one that I know yeah. about. Yeah. Thor, <laughs> oh, Thor two. Uh, three. Yeah, Thor actually. two. Oh, S- Saving yeah. Private Ryan, right? Yeah. Yeah, Saving Private Ryan. He, was he advertised to be? To be- Private Ryan? I don't remember. No. 
Yeah. He's a he's a surprise. He's halfway through the film. That's where it started, right? It started with Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Where it's like you knew Tom Hanks was there, but you didn't know who Private Ryan was, and it turned out to be Matt Damon, right? Yeah, yeah they do a switcheroo. Who you think Surprise Matt is? This surprise Matt Damon <laughs> is like uh, it's up there with Tom Cruise comedy. Oh, like Tom, Tom Cruise doing a comedic role, kind of the best because he's yeah. only done it like are we, twice. We're gonna talk about Tropic Thunder. Yeah, oh, Tropic, Tropic Thunder is so good. <laughs> So, so good. good. Can we? Like, I know, uh, I know. The everyone, best, the best movie. <laughs> I'm waiting for that movie to become problematic yeah. because everyone keeps going like, "Oh man, they couldn't make it like this." The, people bring it up. People bring it up as the movie you can't make anymore. Which yeah. is like, you know? of course, you can uh, make it more if it's as good as it was when they made it. A video essay about yeah. it, and it was a, a black creator, and they were like, "Here's why no one's mad about Tropic Thunder." It's making fun of the racism of a of a method actor, and it calls it out at every possible op- like opportunity. Literally, it's literally like, yeah. Up. like yeah, literally, that's true. Literally, the other other black guy in that movie is like, "This yeah. is racist bullshit. I can't believe he tolerated it." Yeah, he's there the whole time, pointing at him, being like, "We're just allowing him to." Do yeah, and at the end, he learns <laughs> that like, well, that yeah, was bad. Yeah, because he's Oscar nominated actor. Yeah, he yeah. That it was yeah. bad. The, like, I don't really. I, obviously, I'm white. <laughs> I don't get to have an opinion, but I'm like, it seems like actually this movie is like, it. If if, if a movie gets to do blackface, it's this would be have to be how you do it, where it's the whole point is the analysis <laughs> of how fucked it up it is, and you fix it at the end, and everyone yeah. grows and learns, and yeah. So it what I will say though. Uh, uh, RDJ in blackface was too funny. Yeah, he was so good. <laughs> it was like I, just, it, I almost feel bad for how much I laugh at every time he does shit. He's like, it's just like, so it's good just at too- here's the thing. He's so good at being a white man dressed as a black man. Like he's he, yeah, it's, he hits both of the fucking layers. All of his crazy because, monologues, yeah, his insane monologues. He does. He hit, I don't read this. I don't read this. Reads me. What does that even mean? <laughs> he talks about being like a fry cook in in, in uh, New Orleans cooking up jambalaya, but like, no, not him. That's the character he made up as the method act. It's insane. It's so insane. It's so the layers of it is really good. Yeah, I don't. Was it like I don't drop co- I don't drop character to the DVD commentary? <laughs> as a person who's read some like <laughs> acting books and done a little theater i've met not necessarily somebody as extreme as that but that type of behavior so often that i'm like yes this is the proper way to make fun of these idiots who just like waste oxygen because yeah. they think they're so much better than you well part of the problem is that like the right right, right yeah daily lewis and marlon brando the notorious method actors mm-hmm. are held in such high regard yeah. Which is why everybody tries to do this. Yeah, shit. and then did you guys see that? <laughs> no, uh, it's a lot of actors. Documentary no, no, it, of uh, bro, it's Jim not Carrey every... doing Andy Kaufman. Yeah, I haven't. It's though, it's unfortunately. A, okay. So it's it's about how method he was in the movie Man on the Moon. But what Jim Carrey doesn't wow. realize is that the documentary is actually about what an asshole Jim Carrey is, and he doesn't realize he's in that yeah. movie. It's incredible. <laughs> Because oh, so, people are they're showing like, footage Damn. of the set and they're like talking to people who actually knew Andy Kaufman, like Danny, Danny DeVito, or whatever. And they're like, "So is he just like Andy?" And they're like, "No, Andy Kaufman was a professional. He was my friend. This guy fucking sucks. And one of us is gonna hit him if he doesn't <laughs> shut the fuck up with the harassment." So, and Jim Carrey has no idea that he's in that movie. He thinks he's it's about dumb. what a great method actor he is. It's so good. That's, that's ironic. He's he's yeah, and he's and he, to be fair, he's very good in that movie, but it is not worth emotionally abusing everyone around him. It never is. Like he's just like, yeah. but 
Well, no. Here's the thing, because well, if you're white, out. dude, you get you, you, no. If you're white, if you're white, dude, you can get away with that shit. Oh, you sure can. You no. I just think like, you, you shouldn't. You yeah, definitely absolutely. can. You, oh, you, you can. You absolutely shouldn't. <laughs> you shouldn't yeah. be doing it. Why is it always like? Why is it, it always is always like specifically white male actors? Who, like, I never hear about like black male actors or women doing yeah. this like, because they get fired. I mean, you know why? Because they get fired. Yeah. Because they get fired. That's why. Fired. Yeah. Even white women, though, like like top of the line, a list. Even white, white women, women though, get like, fired. You know Even I mean? white women get fired. Like, yo, like if Julian you're... Moore can't try to pull this shit. Or... No, because <laughs> we you know why. They, <laughs> you know why? Because they fucking act. Julian Moore's they... like my favorite actress, so that's why. That's that's why. Um, like like when you talk to the women about acting, they're like, "Yeah, I act and go home, and that's it." And that's how most. That's fair. That's, that's like totally you, you talk to Anthony Hopkins about fucking acting, and he's like, "Yeah, I go to fucking Ugh. work. Like, like this is a yeah. job. I treat. This is a, my job. I've been doing this for years. Yeah. I just go home. I just act." Yeah, I feel like the only woman who could politically get away with being a Daniel Day Lewis style. Although apparently Daniel Day Lewis isn't a prick, but just you know, if like, the Jared Leto is about Intense. yeah, the Jared Leto of bothering everybody. I feel like if the I Jared feel like Leto. if Kate Blanchett tried, everyone would just go, yeah, but she's got so many Oscars, they wouldn't be happy about it. Kate but Blanchett. I feel like she's the only one. She is and, Hollywood world too. And yeah. I feel like, and again, she shouldn't. No one should. But I feel like if she, if we find out she was doing that, you'd be like. Yeah, I feel like she's got the clout to that no one would say. Although, oh, what yeah, if Kate she, Winslet tried have, it? Would be cool with that. Have you guys? Nah. Do you, how much do you guys know about Jim Caviezel, the Passion of the Christ guy? Because I there's he was a um, there's a podcast called QAnon Anonymous where they talk about people who are in QAnon, which Jim Caviezel is, and they just tell you what a nightmare oh, sure he is to work with because he's so dumb and bad at acting. But for whatever reason, yeah. no one will fire him, so they have to like put his lines on cue cards and stuff. And his it, it, he is like legitimately dangerous because he always thinks whatever his character is doing, it should involve making other people like either die or almost die. So they'll be like drive into this, you know parking lot or whatever and he'll like hop the curb and drive to her whoever he's he's gonna threaten in the scene because he thinks that's what they would do so point is men can get away with uh, a lot even if they're not good at acting <laughs> no you don't even have to be good. good uh yeah yeah bro it's God, pretty it's, it's pretty fucking sweet like it's you, so you guys easy high five <laughs> we can't <laughs> <laughs> no, now, now let's do a podcast. God. The privilege of white. <laughs> <laughs> this break in the action is brought to you by the Leong and Leongs, a professional wrestling podcast hosted by Lawson Leong and Katie Rose Leon. Listen on Spotify and soon on iTunes once Lawson figures that shit out. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another week and another episode of Ballin' Out Super. 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 I am your host, Lawson Leong, aka Lawson Phoenix, aka the perfect shade of brown. And with me is my illustrious co host, Benel Hanmosen. Hello, friends. <laughs> Very demure. Uh, we have a special guest with us here today. Uh, the JKD legend. <laughs> wow, I don't know if everyone else at my academy would Lawson. agree with that, but I'll take it. Austin's <laughs> fucking nickname. Austin's a fucking nickname machine, bro. Like I've never met someone who's like uh, can come up with a nickname for somebody within seconds. <laughs> just a nickname I machine. Such, I just think it's a funny thing to. to 
Especially, like, martial arts are very much about, like, humility, so I just think it's funny. JKD <laughs> Somebody who's trained in martial arts. Like, yeah, I'm kind of like a JKD legend. At, at, my, <laughs> at my school, there's a painting that's uh, Bruce Lee, Picasso, Steve Jobs, and then, what if I just paint me next to it? Who's gonna stop me? <laughs> who's gonna <laughs> stop <laughs> me? Alex Vassell. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the ghost of Sam uh, Someone's looking at the painting, and they're like... Yep. <laughs> He's not dead yet. <laughs> he's not even dead. He's, just, he's not dead he yet, but I'll don't kill the man. He could no, he astrally Sam projected like Doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah, that's what he I'm saying. He projects like, himself. He's, yeah. he's, like, he's busy on a set, so he sends his astral projection to beat the shit out of you. Yeah. <laughs> he can't because I'm a JKD legend. Uh, you know, I don't make the rules. Yeah. You, <laughs> that's the rules you gotta imagine that Benedict Wong is talking to Marvel right now be like hey why don't I get Wong's dad to be played by Sammo Hung cause that would kick ass oh my yeah. god dude yeah. that's a great like final role for that man for it. that man's old as fuck he's gonna have to hang him up soon but that yeah. would be awesome <laughs> Yeah, Sam, yeah, Ben was doing, I was like, hey, why don't we just get Sammo Hong in this? I could stand next to him and be like, hey, he looks like my dad. Yeah. I was gonna, so, uh, me and a couple of friends are watching a Donnie Yen movie a couple of days ago called Big Brother. Uh, it's free on YouTube right now if you want to watch it. Um, from 2018. And the whole plot is Donnie Yen, he's like a teacher, and he's got to reach these kids. Um, <laughs> but the thing that I took away from it, if you've watched the Ip Man movies, is that even in this movie where he's a teacher... He somehow finds a way to have a fight on a table. Mm. <laughs> but here's the question, he though: and I think he is, is he blind? Not though have a fight on... no, he's not okay. blind. No, That's the other go-to with the force. Yeah, the force is with him. And he's, <laughs> no, uh, no, I think Donnie is just addicted to fighting people on tables ever since it, man. That's oh. my. That's my. Um, Dude, you're not theory. wrong. He, yeah. Yo, now that you pointed it out, I can't not see it. I can't, I can't unsee. Now that you feel like, yo, no, Danny Young, Danny Young like, constantly fights people on tables. He's like, fuck. He's 100% correct. Yeah. Yeah, the, the final fight of the movie is fighting a gang member on top of a bunch of student desks. <laughs> and I was like, this man was building the whole movie to this point. Yeah, that's, this, <laughs> this is why you fight. just wanted this, to. This is why you buy a ticket. Donnie is going to fight a guy on a table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, <laughs> just like an Ant Man 2. So it's all he wanted. It, um, it's in his contract. He's like, yeah, if I do this role, I don't give a shit. It ends with me fighting a guy on a table. Yeah, I will. I will yeah. sacrifice my points on the back end for table fight. You can literally take this out of my cut. I don't care. Abba <laughs> needs his fix. Of <laughs> so, Donnie, what do you think of the script? Uh, it's pretty good, pretty good. But I noticed in the end, I don't fight a guy on a table. <laughs> I think can we switch that around? I was like, yeah, sure, Donnie. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Donnie, you're. This is a period drama. You're the boss, I guess. That, right, right. Yeah, I understand. Don- but Donnie, I, what if I fought a guy on a table? <laughs> I think that's going to be the final battle is me and him squared off on the table. (laughs) Donnie, you're going to be in full armor wielding a glaive. Right. But what if you're on the table? (laughs) I think it'd be better if you think about Mm -hmm. it. Donnie, you brought in you and Wu-Pink and you asked to this final fight. That's great. I love you and Wu-Pink, but here's the thing. What if we fought on the table? (laughs) You and... (laughs) I know you've choreographed the Matrix and Kill Bill and Fist of Legend and all the best movies of the last 30 years. 
But what if we were on a table? Now I want to see Donna Yen get brought into the Fast and Furious franchise, and they still have to work in a table fight. Bro, how has he not been brought Dude. in, here, bro? He's done John Wick. Oh my! He's done. Whoa, he, no! They brought him to Triple X. They brought him to Triple X. You just yeah, it just hit me. He's not in Fast and Furious, which is like fuck criminal. Is it because they can't work exactly. in the table fight? <laughs> You mean it's, the, in, it's in Vin Diesel's contract that he won't fight on the table. Yeah, it's a legal <laughs> matter at this point. Two things. There's two clauses. I won't lose to The Rock, and I won't fight anybody on the table. Those are the two clauses in his contract. <laughs> uh, and he has to. And also, the, the cast has to play D and D one time. Um, the three clauses. God, those movies are. You know what? It kind of sucks that the last couple of movies have been bad, because I feel like they were like on a real roll there for. <laughs> <laughs> but after six and seven, they got a drop in the they, ball. I feel they like. they got up they they got up their own ass with the what the movie's about. Sucks. This movie's family's a meme, guys. Family's a fucking meme. We don't care about these it's people. A, it's a like, meme, uh, it's dude. It's a fucking really meme. A meme. I don't know why Hollywood has a problem yeah. figuring out that memes aren't real, but it's a fucking <laughs> meme. Well, we don't care if, about these. It's people. also. Vin Diesel kind of like his, I love Vin Diesel, but like his ego kind of shoving away Statham and The Rock kind of didn't help either. <laughs> yeah, because those guys were awesome. But yeah, Hobbs and Shaw still the best Fast and the Furious movie ever. <laughs> and it doesn't have Vin Diesel. Um, but uh, did you guys know that there's a Jackie Chan John Cena movie on Netflix now? Oh called Hidden Strike. What? It's a real film. I thought I was being pranked. <laughs> yeah, there's a real film. You can watch the you can it's just starring John Cena and Jackie Chan. It's called oh, Hidden this Strike. It has to be. And I'm going to watch be, it. That had to be one of those Yeah, that's got to be one of those shits for the Asian market. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah that's so. one of the, that's one of those like yo, we need to have like a white guy. I uh, China big budget China movies love having just a white guy. Like a they white do. American to show up and be like, "We need we need a white American in this film." We haven't announced He's the like Bilal died again. Right? Can we do that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He shows up as like, "Well, I'm here to announce." <laughs> I was up to this evening. Osama bin Laden was compromised to a permanent end. <laughs> Ow! Watch us fight on this table. Hey. <laughs> Donnie Yen shows up. Yeah. You know, that's the thing. Jackie Chan, he'll fight anywhere, bro. He doesn't give a fuck. At table, <laughs> not table. Which are the two places Ladder. to fight. Yeah. That's a Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen has a, a Venn diagram for fight scenes. It's like, there's fight scenes on a table, and there's fight scenes not on a table. And then in the middle here is a fight scene on a moving table. <laughs> <laughs> they don't... That's where we want to be. Yeah. <laughs> that's the goal. Yeah, man. Um, These Chinese movies always have like very weird. <laughs> they got very weird politics, like the big budget, you know, romps I mean, that China produces. <laughs> yeah, they they got some I weird things about. Money, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They, they do. They just got some weird things about like security forces and private cops, and like actually, secret police are good. Ooh, don't like that. No, I, yeah, I love every Ch- don't I like love that. Chinese <laughs> movies all like hey. Cops are baby faces. Cops, the good guys are cops. Listen to the authorities <laughs> and don't yeah, do crime. A lot of the, criminals are yeah. all bad. 
<laughs> yeah, there's like no nuance. Meanwhile, Korea's like, yeah, don't trust the state at all. <laughs> like you, you watch Korea, Korean films are like, yeah, don't fucking trust the cops. Korean films are there's Anybody a guy working? living there's a guy living in your basement right now and it's not his fault. He yeah. will, and he's going to kill you and he's kind of right. That's that's a Korean movie. <laughs> he's kind of right for he's like he's kind of right for you. if you die it's kind of your fault. It's like okay, yeah, well, yeah. there's enough. a guy living in your basement and it's all your fault. <laughs> Would have been a great name for Parasite. <laughs> <laughs> there's a guy living in your basement and it's all your fault. That that's What's the great? that's the isekai I, name. Yeah. That's what Parasite's oh, yes. isekai. <laughs> that's the, I was reincarnated as a slime version of this story. <laughs> What's great about Parasite is that there's... In my basement, it's all my fault. The great thing about Parasite is, like, the spoilers of Parasite, where it's like, there's another guy living beneath that family's basement. <laughs> like, the poor family has a guy living in their basement. Yeah, it's a Billy Prince cell joke. Yes. There's a guy in the sub-basement. This house has three sub-basements. It's, yeah. it's maybe the greatest mystery But the family only time. knows about one sub-basement. Because yeah. you'd expect anything so else it. but another basement family. <laughs> anything else <laughs> yeah. and you get another basement family it's sometimes the, the only way out is through I love that. Like, yeah that's that's the fact that that's the reveal is that yeah. no you have another basement family yeah. oh and by the way the, 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 the lowest basement family they're weird and it's not their fault but they're pretty weird <laughs> yeah the only thing they I think love you're more a god or something it's all fucked up <laughs> Oh yeah, they have like shrines. Of yeah, yeah, they they think a blinking light is your divine incense. grace. It's gonna <laughs> shit gets weird on level two. I'm sorry. Yeah, the only thing I love more than than the movie Parasite was were rich people drinking copium about the movie after they saw it. <laughs> Did you guys see what's his name? The white dude from Chappelle Show tweeting about Neil, <laughs> Neil Brennan. Parasite Neil Brennan. Yeah, it was just like yeah, but who were the real parasites after all? And it's oh. like. You're rich, Neil. Yeah, <laughs> like they Neil. They couldn't. They couldn't. But I don't get it. Weren't the rich family kind of the good guys? No, not no. really. <laughs> not, not really. really. No. no. But they didn't do anything wrong. They had the guy living in their basement. Yeah, Neil. That's kind of right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, it's like it's, it's like Tim Pool saying like Squid Game is about how bad socialism is. It's like I don't think so, bud. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know about that one, Chief. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that one, Chief. <laughs> Your film is nakedly about the underclass. I mean, yes. to... <laughs> literally, they like... will die. Yeah, they these are the underclass getting mulched by the rich for their entertainment. <laughs> like, yeah. I I, mean, I, I enjoy like... Squid Games, but. The 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 I can't believe how bad the acting was for the rich people. Yeah, <laughs> who cast those? Guys? Oh. When it gets a, when it gets I, <laughs> those rich they, white guys are so. When awful. it turns into eyes wide shut, it's not great. And then it's whenever when yeah, it's, those scenes are all terrible. The masks and stuff. I'm just like cool. Like we've yeah. done this a million times. Other than that, it was pretty great. But yeah, all the scenes with the actual uh, the folks playing games. Well. And the old old rich guy who's it's the weird, mastermind. That that is good too. I just don't like the when you're doing the rich people with the masks. I'm like too many masks. You had the cool masks yeah. on the floor, but we don't need the horny orgy masks. Which is too much. They weren't also such awful actors. Yeah. <laughs> they were almost like from a different show. They were so yeah. Bad. It does become a different. Like, show. Yeah, like, it's, it's like when they go in the games? when they go in the booth with all the caviar. It's a different show. And like. 
It's like a different show. Maybe, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Do you now? think maybe that's the point? The the reason they're I picked asked. number sixty nine. It's like what the nice. fuck? Like also the script got worse. <laughs> like the script yeah, all of a sudden you th- you was think maybe by that a seven was, year old. Like what? Yeah, you think <laughs> maybe the reason like oh the rich people are underdeveloped and not really human is because that was like the central point. To, like, are you are you telling me that was on purpose? But like purposeful, maybe. I I, mean, I don't but know. It was so bad. It is bad. <laughs> it was so bad. It is bad. But I'm like, I'm, now I'm wondering. I'm not saying like, that rich people. I'm not saying rich people aren't corny and like and have bad sense of humor. But it was just like the way it was done was awesome. <laughs> like, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe that was that the was, point. Maybe it was the purpose. Is like these people are basically inhuman, and this is how they treat you. Yeah. And like they just have power over you, yeah. so they're not really people, though. I think the best portrayal cool. of rich people in a movie that I've seen lately. Did you guys watch Don't Look Up? No, I haven't seen it. I liked I it a lot. Yet, um, I, uh, so that's the one Leonardo DiCaprio and there's a Walt yeah, yeah, yeah. And so there, yeah. there's a character who is yeah. kind of a mashup of like Steve Jobs and Mark Zuckerberg, played by Mark Rylance, and he perfectly acting wise nails the fact that billionaires are at the same time the pinnacle of human history's power. And also kind of just nothing as people like they don't have personalities. They're just all power. So he's like, you're like, this guy's kind of weird and kind of boring, but he could sell me if he wanted to. That's a weird combination of things. Yeah. They're like, they are both like you meet them in real life and you're like, like, oh, this is like barely a person. He's just it's money. Yeah. Yeah, Money on a stick. stick. He's money on a stick. (laughs) We're just Uh, like, well, you know. Yeah. We, who whose fault is this? I I'm always like, whose fault is this? The fact is, like, it used to be when you were king, if you fucked up enough, people would just kill you and then put a new guy in as king. But we we, I I think we stopped doing that at I mean, some point as a, a civilization. I guess we needed to stop doing that, but I don't know, man. Maybe the middle, middle maybe the Middle Ages had it right. Maybe we should kill more kings. I don't know about that, but no. <laughs> I don't know, man. And I'll try to be fucking Anakin Skywalker over here and reestablish. <laughs> Maybe I don't oh, know. Yeah. Is he there? Are we about to? <laughs> are we about to do an Order sixty six over I'll, here? I don't know. Bro, I'm gonna be on the, the lava yelling at him that I'm defending democracy, and he's. Gonna but the be... problem is that fucking Darth Vader eventually wanted to become the emperor. Yeah, yeah, it's it's feeding right. into like, the death. That's the problem. At all. Yeah, but I I don't want to become the emperor. I'll I'll, I'll be like the. The true revolutionary kills the king and then throws himself off the fucking castle. And he's like, yo, figure it out. <laughs> what are you, like, the hound? <laughs> yeah, look at a man. Once, you're, once you accomplish your task, throw yourself into a fire. <laughs> well, the hound died with his brother. That's not it. That's not like right. that's what well, he, he, did. he did. He did. He got it two. He two. For he got it. He two for one. <laughs> that, man, that 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 Clegane bowl did not. I killed two Yeah. <laughs> killed two Clegane for the price of one. Yeah. I mean that Club Game Bowl did uh, not. That, there, there was a lot of that se- season that fucking was just, just a disappointing, disappointing, competent, just incompetent, in gen- just incompetence on a plate. But they, they really couldn't fuck sure. up the Club Game Bowl if they tried. Yeah, it, the Club Game Bowl was one of the best things about that last, the last couple episodes, for sure. My favorite thing, my favorite thing in Game of Thrones season eight. Was what you watch Game of Thrones, right, Alex? I watched uh, the first season and a half, and it was 
too rapey for my taste. Uh, but I got really fascinated Fair with enough. people freaking out about how the last season was bad. So I know all. So <laughs> yeah, I know all the spoilers because I would just debrief with my coworker who liked it, and I was like, "Okay, what's going on? Why is everybody pissed? Bro, I want to know yeah. everything, but I I'm cannot, never gonna watch this." Yeah, like it's one were, of the greatest folds I've ever seen. I've in, never. Yeah, so I'm I've fascinated never by that people. chunk of time in pop culture history. <laughs> Well, me and Benoit and, uh, uh, last week we were talking about Star Wars, how Star Wars threw. Yeah, I think Star Wars, but Star Wars didn't collapse the same way Game of Thrones collapsed. No, yeah. like Star Wars is definitely through hard, considering they're the biggest. Well, one of the biggest media franchises. Yo, it's, oh, it's washed. It's absolutely. Because they still have the TV shows. Yeah, yeah, but their their movie their movie franchise they're has thrown super hard. Um, but well, the thing is, I say that Benoit, but you know, I looked up. Uh, was it the the last Skywalker on Rotten Tomatoes? And the audience score is like eighty five. So maybe what the fuck do I know? And <laughs> I <laughs> that's unbelievable. No, it's just every now and then I'll just say to Benel somehow Palpatine's returning. <laughs> <like this. laughs> so it's it, up there. It's literally up there with, from my point of view, the Jedi are evil. It's a it's and, like, a perfect. Just to make fun of George Lucas. It's but, a perfect fill <laughs> line for that. But somehow, from my point of view, the Jedi are evil to me was just no one saying no to George Lucas. I'm not insulted by that, but I am insulted by somehow Palpatine returns. <laughs> I am kind of, again, I'm like, fascinated by that moment because Oscar Isaac is such a good actor that, like, what's, exactly. what, kind of, what kind of sense memory Meisner shit did he have to pull off to say that line to the world and not, like... And he had to do it multiple times. And, like, and multiple look himself in the him. faces and, like, just to conjure any feeling over how stupid that is. I'm like, this is awful, but, like, you are even better than I thought you were that this just works at all. And th- and then they put it in the trailer. Yeah, they did to try to get you to be like, "Fuck yeah, Palpatine!" Yeah, they yeah, did. Right? <laughs> they sure did, but so because in the trailer, there's like an there's like a maybe we'll give context to this later. <laughs> and you watch the movie. And they you know. Know. <laughs> they tell so when what's that saying? When someone tells you who they are, believe them. Somehow Palpatine returned. That was yes. all they had. Yes, it's exactly that. Yes, exactly. The movie this, told this you sports, it, didn't, it didn't respect the, you. It told you it didn't respect you in the trailer. Somehow is doing a lot of work in that sentence. <laughs> yeah, somehow Puppetee's returned. <laughs> Oscar Isaac had to say that shit it, multiple times. And it makes me like him even more. And then more. they put it in the trailer, and it made fucking however much money it made, and 85% of it made them. Yeah. So what the fuck do I know? Maybe I'm stupid. <laughs> Maybe I should respect my audience less. Maybe that's a mistake I'm making. <laughs> See, yeah, they, that uh, isn't that. What what do I always say? Stop respecting these audiences. You do always say this. You do always say this, <laughs> and I fight against it every time. I'm like, no, we're gonna hold these people to a standard. No, it doesn't have to be that high. No, but places. it has to exist. There must uh, be a standard. You hear me all the time. If there is no God, no. there is no morality. <laughs> you can't just somehow Palpatine return and make a fucking hit movie. So I thought. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll eat that up. Sure, somehow Palpatine returned. And anyway. Uh, <laughs> what they going to do? Throw out all that fucking merch they bought and the, the, the house they, oh they built themselves shaped like a stormtrooper? Kylo the guy Ren living in the basement? They're not getting rid of that. They're in too deep. Right. <laughs> you know how we spent two whole movies building up Kylo Ren? Oh, fuck it, kill him. I don't know. 
Doesn't that end like console and Leia's bloodline? Yeah, fuck them. Yes, so. whatever. I, Nobody ever liked those characters. <laughs> I did actually really respect. I didn't love Force Awakens because it's just the same movie again. But I do respect a lot that they make. They're like, yeah, Han and Leia. They don't make it as a couple because Han's not a great guy. He he. I bailed. did respect I like, that. I loved I was like, it. That makes me feel bad, but in a way that a movie should make me. I feel loved bad. it. I was like, good, okay, because that's yeah. what he would do. He would bail. But they when were it got still hard. friends, though. Yeah, yeah, they have a respect. Yeah, they were still but friends. Like, I like. He's it. still a shitty yeah. husband, and I'm like, okay, good for them that they actually recognize this is how this would really play out, and they didn't sugarcoat it. Yeah. Like I so we, yeah, I mean now we're talking about. Oh, wherever the, the rehash of the conversation we're not talking about, but I could I could always talk about the the, the prequel or the sequel trilogy of Star Wars because it fascinates me to know. It's a really interesting I've, experiment we all did on well, ourselves, I've, basically. <laughs> it does feel that way because also like the 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 how hyped everybody was for the Force Awakens, and then it came out and everybody loved it, and I always even though I enjoyed it, I said at the time like I mean I liked it, but I don't respect it. They just did yeah. the same thing. I again. thought the opening was really cool, and then once it gets too into like e- everything, like even the scenery looks like the scenes you've seen before. I'm like, I can't be surprised yeah. by this, and therefore I'm not really having that much fun. Didn't want yeah. to feel that way, but that's the how last I Jedi. The last Jedi was a ride. Yeah, yeah. To say what you will about like, it, seeing that in the movie it theater, was, it, that was it a made ride. A choice. <laughs> yeah, and I do. It was one of those movies that were like. After I saw it, the more time I had to think about it, the more I was like, a lot of that didn't really make sense. None of, none of it makes <laughs> but sense. But at the time, it was a but rhyme. I really, <laughs> it was a rhyme when I was I watching think, it. I think Mark <laughs> Hamill is so good as Sad Luke that I like it for that. But yeah, the script is a mess. I won't pretend it is. Yeah, but I, kind of everyone's cool. like, how could they make Luke like that? I'm like, he, was the, he had the most pressure on him of anyone in the world. It broke him. This is yeah. interesting. And now Mark yeah. Hamill is acting his ass off. Yeah, love I love it for that, but yeah, the 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 rest of it doesn't I, make any sense. I love the Last Jedi and that video game that came out, The Last of Us Two, for being like the most polarizing pieces of media to like ever exist. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that's interesting that like the most polarizing things ever both happened like the last seven years. <laughs> uh, we figured out a way to do them back. Yeah, I, mean, I just think that's yeah. Anyway, we have an email, folks. It's time for Dragon. And if you want to email the show, uh, super at gmail.com, uh, we will try our best to, I mean, we're not gonna, we're going to answer your emails, trust, <laughs> we always get to them. So, uh, this one from Eric M, it goes, sup ballers, what's up, Eric? Uh, Eric here with a question. Uh, so last week, me and Andrew were talking about isekais, so this is in response to that. Uh, with all the isekai talk from last episode, would you rather... Oh, well, uh, would you rather? Um, would you rather, one, get isekai into a fantasy world with magic, while you, ev- uh, you will eventually, after many years of study, become a top 10% mage? Or two, get isekai into a fantasy world with no magic, but you have an M16 and a magic bag with infinite magazines? Ooh. Thank you, Eric M. Hmm. There's well, no here's magic, the thing. I have an M16. We could make that second infinite. one happen in America now. It's not that far-fetched yeah. to be like, hey, what if Guy had gun? <laughs> really? <laughs> A lot sure. of Guy have gun here. <laughs> infinite you magic. Can also, it's true. You can also, if you are the top 1% of magic, 
You could also just do that with magic. You could just make 10%. a gun. Top ten percent. You could just make a gun with top magic. Top gun could be magic gun. Yeah, but other people have magic in this world, I'm, and you're only top ten percent. But you have a magic gun, which is like these people don't have that. <laughs> No, someone might, though, because there's other mages. I'm going to say I'd rather go... It's a world of magic. I want to do the first one because the process yeah. of learning to do magic sounds so much fun to me and so interesting yeah, that I want yeah, that. Exactly. Now, would I survive that world? Who's to say? I'd probably be safer in the M16 land, but I can't resist like, sure. oh, I would love that journey. So I'm still going to go magic. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going magic because I want to learn magic, bro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um... I'm pretty, so, yeah, I think it really this answer just depends on whether you want to put in the work to learn something, right? <laughs> I'm down. I'm just going to pretend that option two is the world of One Piece, because it also because <laughs> One Piece technically doesn't have magic, but I could have eaten a devil fruit, which gives me unlimited M16 rounds. True. We also have to consider <laughs> what are we fighting. I will choose option two. Yep. <laughs> just because I can pretend it's the world of One Piece. Okay. That's valid. Also, I kind of think it's interesting. Like the, most isekais have some sort of magic, so it's interesting that isekai into a world without it. I think that'd be. <laughs> I do like the idea of you being isekai into a magical realm and just being like, "What's up, motherfuckers? Click clack." <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> this is my boomstick. Is is Evil Dead Three the first isekai? Alex Vassell, your thoughts? I have not seen the Evil Dead <laughs> franchise. Ah, oh, sorry, I've been meaning to. I mean, darkness is it. I mean, darkness is an isekai. It is an isekai. It is an isekai. Yeah. Yeah. Spoilers for Armored Darkness. Sorry, Alex. It's okay. But, uh, <laughs> Evil Dead was the first horror movie that my friend, who's like a big film buff, showed me when we were teenagers. Because I, um, historically, uh, am afraid of horror movies. Too. Therefore, did not watch them. Because I was scared. Uh, and there's two different people who don't like horror movies people who aren't afraid of anything and people who are scared and i am the latter me too um me too big time and so but my friend was like yo you gotta watch evil dead 2 not the first one evil um because i think that the first one would have been too much for me but we watched evil dead 2 and it did scare the fuck out of me but also it was hilarious and i loved it so uh if you're out there like me if you're scared of horror movies evil dead 2 like don't watch it alone bring a friend <laughs> but, uh, but it's a good time and then you can watch Army of Darkness right after that. And that one's not scary at all. That one's just a good time. Okay. And it's an isekai. So. <laughs> uh, and then also, uh, find your best friend and watch The Lighthouse. That's the third ooh, one to do. That's the, uh, that's the one where the trailer <laughs> kind of looked like it. I was like, is this a parody of movies like this? Or is it for realsies? <laughs> I can't tell. It's for realsies, Alex. It's a businessman <laughs> jerking it to a seagull, movie. making fun of movies where dudes <laughs> jerk it to seagulls? Or is it doing it earnestly? Bro. It's, it's it, a beautiful film. Man, it's a movie about masculinity. It's, it's movie. I've talked to my, yeah. my mother-in-law about it. I'm like, if you want to know what it's like being a movie, <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, that movie's it, it, about it, 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 it. It's two men that go through the, all the ranges of masculinity. Yeah, the know? lighthouse is just a it's patriarchal cock that keeps all of us down. Our brains. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, but it's also like in a, in a way. There's there's a lot there's a lot of it's every permutation of every male relationship you've ever had. Okay. Yeah, done with only two characters in one space, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> wait, so but judging on my it's, relationships with men, it's like wait, they're having a pizza and watching anime. That sounds fun. That's part of it. That's part of it. There's also part of it. 
It's also that part, is of part of it. That's part of it. Part of it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the pizza with anime part of it's a lot of fun. Okay. Yeah. Part of it's an <laughs> isekai. Then... They don't really point it out, but. <laughs> yeah, the, the isekai arc <laughs> of the movie. <laughs> um, do you guys watch that YouTube channel, Mother's uh, Basement, that does anime videos? Yes, uh, I have seen How it. do you yes. feel about his question, yeah. is time travel isekai? Oh. Depends on how far back I mean, you like, go. Which, which ones are we talking about? Yeah. Yeah, I guess which ones are we talking about? Because um, like, if you go backwards in your own world, are you technically... Because like, Inuyasha, like, is, she's is going Samurai back in Jack... time, technically. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen Inuyasha. It's one of the, the ones I haven't really seen. But, uh... Yeah, I don't know. Is Samurai Jack an isekai? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I feel like they, my personal rule for isekai is if you have to go far back enough that you have no way to deal with everything that's happening to you on your first day. It gets weird. It becomes weird enough that you're like, oh, I better start studying magic or whatever. Because if, if Inuyasha is an isekai and she's also time traveling, that means she could do magic today. She just no one does it anymore. So it is effectively a non-magical world, but it still happens in. The, so the but it's a different world doesn't quite hold up, I think, to, to scrutiny. Um, yeah. So like, like, like uh, Back to the Future is not an isekai because it's, it's too it's too soon. Modern yeah. still. Yeah. Like Marty is actually the he's like ahead of the game. Yeah. Uh, oh, back to the Future Back to the Future uh, 3. 3? Would that be? Yeah. Would they go to Old, old West. Western time? I feel like yeah, it's, if, it's good, if, it, if one of them is an isekai, it's that one. If we're that's probably the closest, yeah. Yeah. That's a fair question, yeah. I mean, you know, what is the... It's like, this is like, is a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> I, I, so my theory on this is, the, is the hot dog a sandwich. It totally uh, disregards the, uh, the fiat currency idea of something is a thing because it is culturally understood. It's a fiat non-sandwich. So, like, because we don't treat it like a sandwich, yeah. therefore it is essentially not a sandwich. Well, but well, yeah, we don't call it a sandwich, but we do kind of treat it like one. I mean, right? We we have our own we labels. Like it. I like it, me- metaphysically, yeah. sure, it's basically a sandwich, but in terms of cultural understanding, like we still put condiments on it. But what I mean is we still put condiments on it. We still make them in different ways, ish, we you it's know. True. But yeah, that's true. Yeah. We don't call it a yeah. sandwich cuz that'd be weird. <laughs> cuz you could just call it a hot dog. And we know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, came up with different words from different things, Jess. Sure did. It's like, yeah. we, hey, we came up with different... We came up with all these fucking words. We're gonna use them. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> we're gonna use them. That's the English language, folks. I bought you all these nice words um, for Christmas. And they just sit there. But I don't want words for Christmas, Dad. I, want- I can't play Halo on words, Dad. <laughs> plug for my new podcast the red uh plus blue equals pod on youtube and somewhere else wherever mike fallon posted it. I don't know where he put it. it's at least on youtube uh anyway with that said banal <laughs> time to get to this week's episode of dragon ball Dragon Ball. Now, Alex was specifically requested to do this episode. Yes, so I, yeah, fun, right. 
funny story. Uh, I knew that there was yes. a t- uh, an episode where they like deliver milk and plow fields, and then they're like, "We got stronger," and he gives them the turtle shell, and it's like, "Oh, we're back to square one." And it really, in my real life, impacted how I feel about working and progressive overload of your brain and body and stuff in training. And so I was like, mm. I would love to do this. And then I watched it. I'm like, oh, fuck, they're not one episode. I was referring to the second yeah. one. <laughs> but as a, as a two-parter, this is this I can't stress enough. This is burned in my brain as like it really impacted my idea of hard work. It's just this is the one where they yeah. just yeah. deliver milk. But I'm like, right, well, I'm not going to reschedule for it. I'm not going to be a dick about it. <laughs> I don't remember. So I don't remember a lot of the training stuff. Me neither. I actually don't. I remember like the like Goku splits off on the Nimbus, and then the next memory that I have of Dragon Ball is the scene where Goku and Krillin jump really high after training. Like I realize that I don't remember any of the training stuff at all for whatever reason. So like, um, I guess they had the turtle shells on, which is why after they take it off, they jump really high. But um. But yeah, so this was like, I mean, I see, I know I'd, I'd watched this before, but I didn't remember it. So this is all, when you asked me about the milk delivery, I was like, how does he know? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, That's, is that a thing that's happening? I, I didn't remember, so. Um, but yeah, this is the classic milk delivery episode. Benny G, take us away. Oh, episode world. 17 of Dragon Ball. The stars at night are big and bright. Outside of Master Roshi's house. As Master Roshi, thrilling. And launch recover from their uh, run in with Launch's delicious uh, blowfish uh, <laughs> blowfish soup. Uh, we see both Krillin and Goku tossing and turning at night as they sleep. Uh, launch wakes up having uh, slept next to Goku and wonders why her personality changes when she sneezes, which I sh- I assure you will never come up again. Okay, so I'm a she'll never ask about... that question. So in the yeah. in, at least in the in the dub, she goes, "Oh, everyone's scared of me. I must have sneezed." So she's aware she's got like a Tyler Durden. How is she not yeah. like turned herself into some kind of institution or something so that she can protect? She doesn't. She want doesn't. Want, that's that's actually a pretty reasonable answer. She's like, "Nah, I don't want." <laughs> but it's like then it turns out there's a gun under the pillow. I'm like, okay, does she know? Do they transfer memories? Probably not, right? So they don't seem Tyler to. can trick her yeah, essentially. Okay. To answer to yeah. answer the the answer the questions, budget cuts. That's why there's no uh, mm, there's every- no more mental institutions. <laughs> President Dog, President Dog's budget cuts affected his austerity the, uh, measures. Okay. Yeah. Well, we got we got budgets to fu- to for for fucking Slash. world tournaments. Slash. We got budgets for world tournaments, but not our school systems. But dog president Sama, what about mental health awareness? Cops. <laughs> more we need cops. more cops on the ground. And yet there's not really that many cops. There's like no security at the at the Tentkaichi Budokai that I can see. I guess he thinks it'll police itself. <laughs> yeah. Remember correctly? Yeah, those martial artists. Yeah, those martial artists will police themselves, yeah. you know. Just like the comedy community. Mm. <laughs> 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 uh. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, take us away, Benny G. Uh, so in uh, in the uh, let's see, in the morning, Roshi wakes up uh, with uh, Krillin and uh, wakes up Krillin and goes to wake up Goku. Uh, but not before he it's tries like to get himself some. 
Now before he tries to get himself a piece of lunch. That's right. We don't. We as a culture don't. We we don't talk enough about how Master Roshi is just a rapist. We've all just kind of let it go. Like I have a Master Roshi figure, and I'm like that. That's a doll of a rapist. Why do I have this? Why do I think this is okay? And yet, it's actually it's actually worse because it is it's actually worse because he doesn't really get a chance to rape women. He gets almost close to raping women. So like that's somehow worse, but not. Like he, he's a failed rapist. Is what what he it's is. The, what? It's, but it's the Charlie Brown kicking the football. What makes it- Rape. Yeah. Oh, God. Rape. 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 Oh, I hate rape. every word I just said. Master Roshi. <laughs> Master Roshi's the Charlie Brown, and the football is sexual. <laughs> anyway, God. uh, listen. I think what makes it truly bad is that it's all played for yes. laughs. The worst thing about it is Toriyama's going har har har. Isn't it great how this old man is almost committing sexual assault? <laughs> yeah. Hardy, har, har, mm-hmm. har. It's nineteen eighty-seven. This will hold up. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone loves this song. Surely this won't become. Surely this won't become the most popular uh, form of media, the most Dude, popular was... manga of all time. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> and won't be scrutinized by a bunch of thirty-year-olds in twenty twenty-three. If Dragon Ball Z was real during <laughs> Me Too, Master Roshi would have had his own hashtag. Would have had a separate <laughs> one. The litany, the list of women that would have come out against him. The most famous women in this world. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Bulma. Yes. Launch. Oh God, yeah. Launch has a, has a bounty, by the way, Alex. She's like a notorious yeah. criminal. Mm-hmm. I'm aware. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, the other thing about Master Roshi, that, the other thing that makes it bad, the same with Jiraiya and Naruto, is he is a man in a position of great power mm. and respect and esteem. He's, which makes it so much and he's worse. hundreds of years old and every woman around him is like 17 on a good day like it's so <laughs> yeah. wildly fucked up from every angle we're trying our hardest to round that number up to 17 like, we're like, <laughs> oh yeah yeah the seven's doing desperately trying to pull Bulma's age as higher up as we mm-hmm. possibly can and then when she's of age he doesn't like stop <laughs> no of course no then, like, in Z, Goku pimps her out to the fucking Elder Kai. Basically. But, uh, anyway. Um, the other, I, I, Launch had a really cute scene with Goku here. Yeah. She, like, tucked him in yeah. or whatever and gave him a kiss on the cheek. That was very mm-hmm. nice. Um, while he slept. <laughs> but it was, you know, like, motherly. Yeah, it was sweet. Um, but, uh, then she goes, I hope I don't sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> I hope, I hope the demon doesn't she awaken. she does. <laughs> of course she does sneeze. As Master Roshi goes into the room and is about to, yeah. So, uh, Ma- uh, launch has sneezed in, and has slept in their sleep and is currently in the bad launch form, leading uh, Roshi to become very careful when he wakes up Goku. Thus, Goku wakes up bad launch. Unfortunately, it's unsuccessful and launch awakens in a terrible move. Uh, and then uh, he she FDRs Goku. <laughs> Uh, I have two guys a wrestling tag team, Alex, and one of them just got um, uh, arrested for assault oh, with a firearm. I thought you said FDR. I was like, she put F- him in a wheelchair? F- I'm Ooh. really confused. Ooh, gave him That's actually, that's actually pretty good. I see this cat on my FDR. FDR is a verb. That's a brutal verb yeah. to throw around. I feel like. 
No, she gave him a new deal. Yeah. It was great. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, gave, him, gave him his fourth election. Fourth term in office. Uh, so, yeah, she shoots him, Goku in the head. Now, Goku has been shot three times in this show already. We're in episode 16, 17. Mm-hmm. And he's been shot in the head at least twice. And he has survived. <laughs> um, and everyone just accepts this in this world. Nobody's thrown off by that at all. It doesn't. It, it doesn't uh, feel Goku, great, but it pisses. It doesn't feel great, but it pisses him off. Yes, and Goku is. Uh, you know, say what you will. He's an equal opportunist uh, in this world, and so he says that's not nice. And he flying kicks launch in the fucking face. Oh, yikes! <laughs> now I. I thought that was hilarious look. because it reminds me of my favorite anime character, Monkey D. Luffy. Who was also an equal opportunist? Uh, Luffy one time punched his f- good friend Vivi, who was a woman, right in the fucking face <laughs> to make a point. He was making a point. It makes sense in context. Well, then, in, 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 in light of uh, that, it's a rhetorical punch <laughs> in the face to a woman. Hey, but that's the thing about Goku. It's like it goes both ways. Like he's not like sexually. He's not going to sexually abuse anybody because he doesn't know what that means. But he will just punch. He a also, as we <laughs> he, as we've established, he's not great at telling gender. Does he know? He calls her sir no. in the dub. Does he know? Launches a lady. Oh, he did. He did say Does sir. He, he did call her sir in the dub. I, he might not be sure because he hasn't pulled a Goku. As we that is say, true. that is true. Which is what? Yeah, um, he might not be sure. I mean, I I respect the look as a guy from the Bronx. I respect the hands rated E for everyone. <laughs> uh, His feet were too, bro. Yo, you. Bro, you I gave mean, him a look, straight if, up flying kick in the face. Bro, if I get if you uh, shoot me in the face and I can get and I can get one hit back, I'm it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good one. I mean, his logic was sound. It says that's not very nice, and then he flying kicked her. I think that yeah, that ends up. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm all, I'm all for that. See, that's in that's the kind of quality we brain need. is a weird place. That's what I gathered from all <laughs> yes. this. Like the fact that we got to discuss the gender politics of of what's going. Like, well, she did shoot him, but he is bulletproof. But it wasn't the face. But he also doesn't know because he misgenders her. I'm like, what are we doing? He doesn't know what gender. What is. are we doing? Yeah. That's what we're here for. That's what we're here That's for. That's what we're here for, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the people. That's what the know. people want to know. <laughs> Where do we fall on the Goku kicking launch in the face debate? I'm pro. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> um. Anyway, that was one. With that problem taken care of, <laughs> what happened? Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's how the show treats it. The show literally treats it like, well, that's that took care of that. Right, she's out. Let's move on. Who wants, who wants waffles? <laughs> Before Roshi uh, can continue to take advantage of an unconscious lunch, Goku asks about that was training. the worst thing. Yeah, that's that's pretty yeah. bad. <laughs> That was the worst, actually. The worst thing was not her getting kicked in the face. It was Roshi then about to take advantage of her while she was unconscious. That was the worst part by far. Yeah. <laughs> that was so awful. I was so happy we moved on after that. I was like, <laughs> getting Roshi out of the scene. Yeah, Roshi tells Goku and uh, uh, Krillin to, that the reason you get into martial arts isn't for any fights or impressing girls. It is to grow stronger in body and mind. And also to give ske- uh, sketchy guy two hundred and fifty dollars every month. 
<laughs> good joke, Benel. Very good joke. It's a good fucking joke. Like, as as a man, we've all taken TK day, TKD classes. Yeah, TKD classes. Like from a divorce. Yeah, we've all been there, bro. We've all been there. Yeah, I, I, you know, I've taken BG. Like, yeah, the, my sensei is also a retired police officer, not allowed to see his kids. Anyway. Mm. Jesus. <laughs> Damn. So, yeah, we, Do you want to pay a lot there, of money bro. to hear how the world's going soft three times a week? Yeah, here, here, here you go. <laughs> You're gonna. Here you go, brother. <laughs> as, as someone's rolling with you, I like to hear about how you can't even make certain types of jokes anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to hear. The, I like to be asked about. I want to hear the N word mid arm bar. Asked, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. As someone slipping a guillotine on my neck, I like to hear, be asked about my opinion about AOC. That's what. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker got me got got me in half guard. I'm, so you, so now I'm stuck listening to like fucking five the Q and on shit. Great, this is great. Yeah. This is. It's what I paid this money for. This is what I want. First of all. <laughs> First of all, fuck you. Let me shrimp you, asshole. Second of all, <laughs> just let me shrimp you, dickhead. <laughs> Trying to work on my post, my guard, my post guard. Give me a fucking break. I'm only doing this to get to stand up, okay? I'm only doing this to get to have my feet. <laughs> not, uh, I'm not gonna. As my carotid artery gets squeezed, I, li- I like to be. <laughs> To be asked if I, I prefer Hillary or Donald. That's what like I mean. butter email, <laughs> butter emails. Can you, can you Tommy? Ah, I, I like to, <laughs> as as someone p- puts their hooks in around my waist. I like to be told that at least Donald was an honest guy. <laughs> that's what I want. That's what I want. When I want to hear, he's saying what we're all thinking before, or after, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Doesn't have to be. Do you pick ten, which one? But it's around the. It's before around those, it. <sighs> before these ten six come down, please let me know that <laughs> how you feel about property taxes. Oh, <laughs> um, anyway, uh, uh, yeah, it's a uh, Roshi's like it's a uh, it's a uh, make sure you grow stronger in body mind. If someone, however, uses their powers to hurt other, hurt others, whoop their asses. Beat the shit out of them. Go, go, go to town. <laughs> go to town. <laughs> go to town. <laughs> Fuck their touch, whole life. Touch them while they sleep. I, well, maybe not that one. But. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, I, didn't, I didn't say that out loud, did I? Yeah. My favorite part of this is is, is Krillin understanding everything Roshi's saying and Goku not getting it at all. Yeah, he's like, I don't get it. <laughs> Goku's just like, huh? I kind of love what? it. Krillin used to be so mischievous and he grew up to be a fucking cop. He's just a yeah, cop. Real, just a, he used to be cool. So bland. He's just a cop. Yeah. So bland. Yeah. Just got just no sauce anymore. It kind no of sauce. includes Krillin, guys. It just does. Yeah. Yeah, it right. sucks. Uh Goku Kirin and uh Master Roshi go uh on a run around the island. Roshi stops at the local milk depot, which is uh run by the his bovine milk distributor, which I think is pretty fucking cool. I know, he's like, you know, I'm something yeah, like that is, hey. Yeah, that's kind of like the the, yeah. the means of production. Yeah, man. Yeah. I also it's a one-man operation. Is, 
also love that uh, Curlin is like, oh, we're just jogging? This isn't so hard. Everybody says it's so hard. This is me every time I feel good at warm-up at JKD until it gets like, yeah, for but I'm like, oh, we're just doing jumping jackets. I've got the cardio for this. I've, I have, I've risen past <laughs> the level of needed. I am uh, going to die. Oh, God. Yeah, fuck it. Just, it always, yeah. You always think it's easy until it's not. <laughs> yeah. Fatigue training doesn't work. God damn it. I me me yelling into the into the fucking street. Fatigue training doesn't work. It's how you cause injuries. You train until you're tired and then you stop. I like to think of it you're yelling that into a man's armpit as he just chokes you. Like he's <laughs> yeah, choking you yeah, won't. If, if I get on if I get underneath him, I'm dropping him on his fucking head. I'm I'm a pro mm-hmm. wrestler for a reason. Get, uh. <laughs> Yeah, get your weight underneath him, drop him with a German. Have you seen, uh, uh, Alex, have you seen that meme where it's like, like uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is a lie, just stand up? And it's just <laughs> no, the guy standing. It's great. fucking good. <laughs> it's just the guy fucking sandbagging a BJ Shea guy picking him up. It's like, yeah, that's actually pretty fucking dope. That's actually, that. No, first of all, it's really funny. Second of all, that is a lot of what they teach us at Jeet Kune Do, like, don't get involved in all of this stuff. Kick him in the balls and walk away. It's like, like their, yeah. their philosophy is like, do the easiest thing that will cause damage and bail before you get in trouble for it. It's like, yeah. uh, hit him in the dick yeah. works. Yeah, hit him just, in the dick works. Just, just stand up is yeah. actually very Jeet Kune Do of this person to do. Just yeah. yeah, you don't need to wrestle with the guy. Stand Literally stand up. Yeah. Unless a wrestler gets unless a wrestler gets underneath you, then you're fucked. Yeah. It's like that there's a do you guys ever see the I think it was his screen test for Green Hornet, Bruce Lee being interviewed in the sixties, and there he's like, you know, if you get a wrist lock, you could do this, you could do this, or do this, or step on his foot, he'll let go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean okay. Yeah. yeah. Bruce Lee, at the end of the day, he was a prag. He was a prag. Uh, ultimately, a pragmatist. pragmatist. Ultimately, yeah. ultimately, yeah. ultimately, he's like that's yeah. why he invented JKD to cut away all the like traditional stuff and just try to focus on what would be effective. Yeah. <laughs> this shit works. Yeah, like a lot of martial arts, a lot of older traditional martial arts were created because niggas were fighting with weapons, and at some point the weapons would break, and he was like, "Well, you need to learn how to fight somebody without if your weapon breaks." And that's how we got Aikido. Yeah, that's literally it. You need to fight someone in case your sword breaks. You get in close. And then Akito became like, I don't. It's fun. Uh, martial arts is fun in an aggravating yeah. way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, back to the show. Roshi has tasked Goku and, uh, and Krillin to deliver Moke across the island. Their first stop is two kilometers away, and they're going to skip the whole fucking way there. Lulu, skip to my Lulu, Lulu, skip to my Lulu. <laughs> skip to three miles, my darling. Dude, skip three miles. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's would rough. fucking suck. That, that, <laughs> that would suck mm-hmm. ass. That would suck ass. Because you're, yeah. you're tired and you're humiliated. Yeah. And you have to carry the fucking the, milk. Here's the thing. Skipping, like, that would be easy if it wasn't three miles. <laughs> yeah, skipping isn't walking. Skipping takes like... It takes no. actual more effort to do consistently over a period of time than walking. 
Or running. Yeah. It's one of those things here where it's like the that milk just gets heavier. Yeah. Yep. It just gets heavier the yeah. farther you go. And you can't spill the shit. Gotta keep it held. <laughs> yeah, Goku's able to keep up yeah. with uh, Krillin is like uh, is is already is he's me at the he's me on Tuesdays. He is uh dying. Wait. Oh, my favorite part of this whole thing is they they zoom in on both their little faces and on Krillin he's like I'm so tired and this is so stupid and this big long thing and then they just smash cut to Goku and his thought is why can't I drink the milk? <laughs> yes. really want the milk. That's just what the that perfect Beautiful. encapsulation of their two personalities. Yeah. Uh, you know why you can't drink the milk, Goku? This is the thought that I had watching this. Because uh, I again, I, 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 every time I watch Dragon Ball, it reminds me of early One Piece in so many ways. But Goku goes, "Why can't I drink the milk?" And I'm like, "Cause you're not a pirate, Goku." <laughs> Luffy would just drink the fucking. He would. Milk. He would dare you to stop him to drink that milk. <laughs> he would just drink the fucking. He would just milk. stand. He'd still deliver. He would deliver it, it by standing there and stretching. It. It, yeah, he, it would be like the 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 joke where like he del- it's like half of the milk is gone, but he still delivers it. Delivers like a half empty container. So um, how did this cow get a helicopter? Anyway. <laughs> I have a helicopter. Yeah, I, I have a helicopter. By the way, the voice acted in the English version for this fucking well, he was like a sheep, right? I believe so. He was some kind of milk animal. Yeah, but I have a milk to deliver. I have a helicopter. helicopter. That voice actor should somebody like give them an orgasm right now. <laughs> <laughs> That person was killing it. They were. I thought that was so fucking funny. The sheep guy. I think that might be um, the guy that does Master Roshi. Because in the early Funimation days, also, it was like three people. Most of them were like Chris Sabat yeah. or Chris Abbott. It's Chris Sabat and two yeah. people. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember what episode it was, but it was in the Red Ruin Army uh, arc where I think it's in in the Muscle Tower uh, where he's he's fighting all the things. Mm. You can hear after somebody delivers a line, just somebody in the booth go, that was perfect. And it's in there. It's just in really? there. They they must have been tired and didn't, get, didn't give a shit anymore. Because you hear the guy in the wow. booth, who well, I'm pretty sure it was Chris, Chris uh, Sabat. Sabat, yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. I was like, wow, we couldn't have snipped that? Because they paused before you said it. <laughs> okay, bud. <laughs> That's amazing. You ran out um, yeah, so Krillin tries to cheat, and then Master Roshi catches him, and then he has to go and start over, which is, as my mom always says, the lazy man works twice as hard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah, next house, they arrive, next house, one kilometer away along this tree line road, and they must get there by zigzagging through the trees. And they zig, and they zag, and they zag, and they zig. It briefly becomes that kind of like Scooby-Doo trope of them coming in and out of the doors during the music montage, sort of. Yeah. Just with no groovy band playing. Mm, Yeah, the one thing missing. So, uh, Krillin once again tries to take the easy way out by only saying the word zigzag. In the the (laughs) original Japanese version, they say the word zigzag. Uh, they do in Krillin, too. Oh, cool. Then and Krillin's also just saying yeah. just saying the word, but then Master Roshi catches him, and uh, Krillin zigzag starts zigzagging from the top. 
Yeah. Is this what made him into a cop? Maybe. Is yeah. this the cat? Yeah, maybe. In a way, yeah. In a way, it did. <laughs> it, it contributed to, his, to it as much as anything yeah. else, right? I had to zig. Everybody's got a zig. <laughs> <laughs> and they run. They run with uh the next task is to walk up these stairs to this next house, uh, which uh, Krillin is okay, yeah. except when he sees that there are a thousand steps leading up to a mountain. <laughs> I gotta say this. Um, this person who orders their milk to be delivered and lives on a mountain <laughs> is an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're a bad person. At least I know bulk. that the sheep has a... The sheep has a helicopter, yeah. so the she- it's no problem for the sheep they can just fly through. But imagine, if, what if they didn't have a helicopter? <laughs> they, Somebody would have to that, climb these that sheep steps bought day. that helicopter. Like it, that wasn't a that. I mean, that sheep made that trip initially and then got the helicopter. That's why you had the helicopter. Yeah. Probably. Fucker, better tip because when they get there. Cause like, this isn't like, oh, I, I, I can only afford the apartment on the 14th floor. You build your house on a fucking mountain, and now you're ordering The milk? rent is a lot cheaper. You're a fucking dickhead. A thousand feet in the air. <laughs> now, can I please have one chocolate and one plain milk, please? You did this for the view, and now you're having people come up here to... Like, this person probably, like, invites people over for shit, and it's not annoying about it. I'm having a game night on Friday. You should this come guy through. Defin- We're gonna play Scrabble. This, <laughs> this guy yourself. definitely has a family in his basement. <laughs> He's got five sub basements, yeah. and there's a guy down there in one Through of them. The mountain layers. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, many his families. housekeepers keeping yeah. someone in, in the fifth sub basement, and he doesn't know about mm-hmm. it. So, yeah, Goku, uh, about halfway through the mountain, Goku and uh, Master Roshi stops, and, Goku, and Master Roshi tells Goku that his grandfather and uh, Ox King had to do the same type of training, which, which uh, powers up Goku. Uh, and then Krillin finally arrives, and Groshi tells Krillin that he's halfway up the mountain. Yeah, we think that. It's really do we high. think that Master Roshi is lying when he says that they did it? Okay, yes. isn't it kind of fascinating well, that Master Roshi has gotten so far by essentially winging his entire life? He's just like yeah. he just says whatever and does whatever, but he's like, <laughs> it always kind of works out. He's a punchline, but like his life is worked out for the most part. He's just like. Lying to people and trying to touch them and stuff. Yeah. I mean, he trained the hero of the savior of Earth. Basically. I, well, and he just I, used to live on his island forever. I, I do think that Ma- I think that Master Roshi was telling the truth. I don't think... I think the only thing he takes seriously is martial arts. So I think... No, no, no. He- Here's what I think. Yeah, he, so because uh, he, he goes... um, He goes, Ox King and Grandpa Gohan... You see this every day, and they never once complain to me. I think the first part is true, and the second part's a lie. Well, yes. I think they absolutely complained about this in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. I feel. <laughs> well, I feel that's like, a, that, and then they got used to it. I feel like he's, to be fair, he, that's an old old man thing to do to say. Yeah, that is, that yes. is an old man thing. They never once complained. <laughs> yeah. They definitely complained. Gra- Gra- Normally, Grandpa go on specifically. He definitely complained mm. <laughs> for sure. Um. Cause you know he was a he was like Goku kind of he was a weird jokester. Can Ox King fit up those steps? He's so bulky. 
bro. We'd have to, like, well, he was much smaller his... back. I I assume okay, so he went increased. smaller. He was smaller younger. back then. Okay, yeah. okay, that's that's valid. Yeah, because he's so wide. It... He's yeah. so wide. He's a very wide man. <laughs> he's as wide as he is tall. Yeah. He's a, <laughs> he's the ox chode, basically. Yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> he's the ox unit. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Goku and uh, Krillin deliver milk to the to the monk on the mountain. The monk uh, comes out of his house and asks, "Roshi, how's it going?" Roshi tells him that his uh, new students have promise. And tell the monk that if they keep it up, they may be able to participate in the Budokai Tenkaichi tournament in eight months. Yeah. And then they get really hyped about it. And then so then Goku's like, what's this tournament? And Krillin's like, you never heard of this tournament? Well, it's where all the best fighters in the world gather. And we cut to this, like, cutaway, I guess you just call it a cutaway, where it's like, a, guy, a Bruce Lee type guy. It's a monkey fighting Bruce beats Lee. Beats up a <laughs> beats up an ape man, yep. and then as he's celebrating, he gets incinerated by fire from like a little Godzilla guy. And this implies that we don't know anything about this tournament yet at this point in Dragon Ball, but this implies that anyone can enter, including like kaiju and ape people and whatever exists in this world. Which proves to be true. Well, like and then also. Which they do, and yeah, and, and, and you know it says Toriyama, a proud Japanese man, would not let a Chinese man beat uh, another. <laughs> would Godzilla. not let, <laughs> yeah, would not let a Chinese man beat Godzilla. That's not how do we no scale Bruce happening. Lee to Godzilla? Mm-hmm. All right, look, here's how I think it will happen. Based Guys, on get your alone. <laughs> that's a YouTube video. See, that's that's your next YouTube video. Power scalers, <laughs> Power get, your, scalers. get your rules out. Power scalers, here we go. <laughs> So if Saitama can punch into the past and Godzilla, his breath is, uh, his atomic breath is like city level and Bruce Lee beat Chuck Norris and killed him in Way of the Dragon, (laughs) then can Godzilla, how many Bruce Lees can take down Godzilla? If you if you look at the Bruce Lee, I've studied the video of Bruce Lee's one inch punch, and it's uh, at the atomic level, its speed trajectory goes somewhere <laughs> somewhere between three hundred and four hundred miles per hour. Now, if you watch Godzilla's atomic breath here, when he atomic breaths King Ghidorah from across the city, I think that we can scale these speeds directly. So I don't know if you can say Bruce Lee is Sonic. Is no, the speed of sound. Bruce Lee is going to be a much more economical fighter than the lizard. That doesn't know how fighting works. He's just a monster. That is, he's got the skill advantage. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thank you for the analysis, Joe. Uh, Let's go back to the Herb Riff from <laughs> Uh Bruce Lee's contemporary sure. said that he could run between 400 and 500 miles in three days. <laughs> Meanwhile, Godzilla leveled all of Tokyo in just 24 hours, so I think. <laughs> anyway. Uh... Okay, that's, that's pretty great. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, they, the boys are very excited about the tournament, but Roshi tells Goku and, and Krillin that training isn't about a tournament, it's about. It's about having a goal so you can push yourself farther in a short period of time. 
as Goku and Krillin continue training, Yamcha is training in the city of Metro West, whooping everybody's ass in the same dojo that Bruce Lee was in and fight in Fist of Fury. Yes. It's absolutely the same dojo. Yeah, it's absolutely the it's same the dojo. Same scene, yeah. It's the fucking same dojo. Okay, Bruce Lee like versus he... the Wolf Fang Fist. What do, who... Okay, now in this clip, we see Yamcha's Wolf Fang Fist knock down a 400 pound, seven foot tall man. In this clip here, we see Bruce Lee's one inch punch push over three men holding a pad. Now, if we scale the speed of that directly to Wolf Fang Fist, it's unclear if the way Toriyama drew this. Means that Yamcha was the speed of sound. <laughs> or did he turn? Everyone always says that someone's the speed of sound. <laughs> or if he turns. I... Yamcha might be the speed of sound in Dragon Ball. <laughs> <laughs> Yamcha kicks down a sign that says Six Man of Asia. Like, yeah. <laughs> As you see, Bruce Lee gets power scaled to a dog by this Japanese man. <laughs> <laughs> But because he kicks the sign in half, we can know that Bruce Lee would defeat that dog in a one v one. Because there's no signs that that dog could kick that sign in half. The dog does not understand so economy of motion and slide kicking. He would definitely step, step, and bite, which is not as economical <laughs> as a pendulum front kick. Now, if you look at a dog's and stats he- in D and D, dogs have uh, minus two intelligence. That's with a six score of six. It said that Bruce Lee was at least. Had an end of at least 12 or 14. So. <laughs> All right. We're going back to Bruce Buffer at the, in the ring. Does this, mean, does this mean that Brad Pitt oh, once upon a time in Hollywood could kick the Godzilla's ass? <laughs> Where are we at with him? Now, the thing about Yamcha's wolf fang fist is that it's modeled after a wolf, which is related to a dog. So if Bruce Lee could defeat a dog in a fight, what are the odds he could defeat Yamcha's wolf fang fist in a fight? <laughs> Bruce Buffer, back to you. ladies and gentlemen this next bout is is sponsored by mountain dew code red no imagine fucking imagine the pro the 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 post great the post conference of fucking dana in the fucking back going like yeah no it was a wonderful fight bruce lee kicked the shit out that dog sure it was a french bulldog and they could barely breathe but you know what the people demanded it Chris Ella Fighter, I think he definitely earned the winner's purse tonight. I think that was the fight of night for sure. I think the winner's purse is a $25 (laughs) Amazon gift card because that's how much UFC is paying their fighters. Yeah. (laughs) Or it's equivalent in milk bones. Yes. Uh. Oh, shit. Meanwhile, meanwhile, John Bones Jones still can't get, gets arrested for fucking cocaine once again. That's the next fight. Uh, uh, good stuff. Anyway, uh, where the fuck? I completely lost where we were. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we were talking about the martial arts tournament. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yamcha uses his uh, Wufang fist to beat everyone. Uh, he vows to come after Goku in the Tenkaichi. Meanwhile, uh, uh, Krillin and Goku continue training, balancing on a log across a chasm to the next destination. They walk across the desert, cross a waterfall, outrun the dinosaur, all while delivering milk. And when they arrive, they are exhausted, collapsing before the turtle hermit, who tells them they will <sighs> do this milk delivery every day for eight months as their early morning training. Well, that's good. At least they can rest now, right, Benel? No, they got morning huh? training coming up. 
Nani! <laughs> I, 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 I don't want to be harsh, but I feel like Bulma already, the, the cracks in Yamcha and Bulma's relationship are already <laughs> right. Because this big guy, you know, Yamcha rinses like six dudes, this big guy steps up to him, throws like two punches that Yamcha easily dodges. And Bulma goes like, Poor, can't you do something? It's like, believe in yo, your man, she like, got, a little bit. She got no <laughs> confidence. back like a little no confidence. Yo, she has literally, literally less confidence in him than us. The, the and then Poor is like, they're not mad enough to defeat Yamcha. I'm like, you have an unhealthy relationship with this <laughs> man, yo, child. No, you know what? Is, is Poor is Tinkerbell to Yamcha's she, She's codependent is what Poor's she is. Mad. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. I think Yamcha's just down for... I just think Yamcha... Uh, Puar's down for the homie. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's just... Okay. I mean, fair. There's gotta be a... There's like a... There's a healthy divide, like, middle between Balma, who doesn't have any faith yes. in him, and Puar, who seems to be codependent on Yamcha in a way... <laughs> Inside you, there are two... Yeah, maybe it's... Inside yeah. you, there are two wolf fang fists. <laughs> and- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ball, the green-haired Wolf Fang Fist, who doesn't believe in you at all, and the shape-shifted Wolf Fang Fist, who literally will do anything for you. And wh- which which one wins the fight? The one that you feed. Um, so, <laughs> Yamcha, we all know Yamcha's gonna rinse this guy with Wolf Fang Fist, but Balma's like, oh no, do something, Poir. And he rinses him with Wolf Fang Fist. And then Balma's like, oh, what a stud. And I'm like, this Balma chick is... I love that Oolong is, like, side-eyeing her, like, bitch, you don't know what you believe. Fucking yeah, he does. <laughs> Oolong's like you don't even know what you're saying. Have we ever established how old Oolong is? <laughs> he's like he's, fourteen. He's a yeah, he's, he's supposed like to be a, a kid too. Yeah, yeah. He, kids, he always yeah, read like thirty six to me, like because <laughs> of his voice, dude. Yeah. It's because yeah. he's a pig. Well, yeah. that and he's a pig. You know how they. You know how the pigs are. Pig they're ears? they're right. smart. Yeah, okay. pig. Think, yeah, yeah. Well. maturing years, bro. Okay. Which it does make good. me feel better about all the women he has in his castle or whatever, but not by much. Just the age yeah, power dynamic is gone now. It's still fucked up, but <laughs> I thought it was like forty year old man still... and and seventeen year olds. No, there. Yeah, he. We looked up. Yeah, him and Poor are both technically teenagers. Uh-huh. Also. They're just shapeshifters. Wow. So, yeah, and Ulong dropped out of shapeshifting school early. He, which yeah, because he's too cool. Yeah, he's too cool. <laughs> You're too cool for shapeshifting school long. Yeah. He's like smoking a yeah. cigarette. Yeah, I'm too cool for this shit. Yeah, I'm gonna go build a castle and fill it with hose. And then uh I wonder if anybody the- fed I wonder if anybody fed those girls. <laughs> like are they waiting for him to they come fed back? Themselves, bro. The the reveal is those women ruined his they, life. Yeah. They were just like on his ass. <laughs> they didn't take his they shit. They took they took the power oh, and good for them. Yeah, they took all the power. <laughs> Thank God that was the reveal of that episode, yes. honestly. Yeah. Jesus Could have been so much worse. <laughs> Is that one of the better, better, like, uh, like, gender bits that Toriyama ever did? <laughs> was having those girls run that house. Anyway, so, uh, is this where we, that's where we leave the, that leave is, the kids, that is, right? Leave the that is where we, we, that is the end of the episode, that is where we leave them. It's, uh, I don't know. Like it. Here's the thing about this. I don't like training to exhaustion because that shit doesn't work. It doesn't prepare you for fights. But this is actually pretty good for our cardio. All the shit they did is actually kind of works. Yeah, this is essentially a cardio yeah. montage. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, you can do it in yeah. two hours in your living room, but <laughs> like you can go through as much as they went through in your living room. But do you, do you no. think Mr. Roshi's getting paid for they're... delivering that milk? Is this a scam? God, I is hope this not. a scam? I, this could be extortion. Some extortion shit. Yeah. Or... Is, this a, yeah. is there a kickback? Like, yeah, I was gonna say it's 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 not just that they're they're working they're doing this cardio, but they are providing a service, which is a nice part of it. But yeah, if Roche is getting paid for the work they're doing, that's yeah, this is like we're, we're we're kind of in unpaid internship territory. Yeah, yeah, it's some exploitation shit. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I thought this was solid up. Uh, it's uh, Dragon Ball, baby. We heard about the martial arts tournament. Uh, we're seeing Yamcha in the background training. That was fun. So I'll go uh, five out of seven. Might be kind of high because not a ton happened, but I liked it. I like a good. Um, uh, I, I me, I, you know me. I love a good training. I love and I like any episodes involved like martial arts training. I love. I, I'll watch a fucking anime that's all but lead up to a martial arts tournament because I fucking love training fucking episodes. And uh, yeah. you know, so yeah, this gets a five out of five out of seven for me. Alex, what'd you think? I'm going to go uh, five out of seven as well. And here's my roundabout logic. So uh, I think the next episode is a little better because they train in more uh, more ways. And it's really fun to watch that. This is a preamble to that because they just didn't want to fit it all into one because it'd be stupid. So I would, if I was your guest next time, I would say that episode gets a six, only making it not perfect because it turns out he doesn't teach them any actual martial arts, which is really stupid. It was just the cardio stuff. So I'm going to take it down one Dragon Ball from what I would have rated that episode. So I think what it's doing, it does it perfectly well, but just by the fact that they can only show you so much before the meat of the episode, it just, it makes it a little less fun. But like, it's doing its role perfectly well. It's not like peak Dragon Ball. Yeah, one. but like the next episode for me yeah. is Peak Dragon Ball. Absolutely. Word. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Um, fives all around, everybody. So that brings us to our final segment of the show. Plugs! Oh, I hear that train coming. It's the plug train, baby. Who's got plugs? Starting with our guest, Alex Wasella. Uh, I have a podcast called Watch for Mercury, where we talk about anime every week. And uh, we were doing... Gundam Witch for Mercury, but it ended and very badly. So we are currently doing Jujutsu Kaisen. And we just started a Discord and a Patreon. We give you a free, not a free, you pay and we give you a Gundam movie every month. And a uh, the next level, we have our uh, anime trope show called Shonen Jump the Shark, which I want to get both of y'all on. Um, if you're down, we just talk about anime tropes. Yeah. This month is going to be uh, opening credits and closing credits, so I can just gush about Tank and Real Folk Blues. Mm. <laughs> and it's a good time. Mm. Wait, Real Folk Blues is Cowboy Bebop. Both right? Cowboy Bebop and <laughs> Oh, that's oh that's by tech. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's what I was, okay, yeah, yes. <laughs> Sick. That sounds dope. Uh Benny G hit the people with your dates. Guys, if you uh want to see me, I'll be in Salt Lake City, Utah for STF, Survivor of the Fizz Wrestling for the Rocky Mountain Tag Team Summit. Uh, it's going to be an amazing show full of headlining talent. Uh, please come down and see me if you're in the Salt Lake City area. Uh, you can see what else I'm up to at ham underscore 
wrestler on Instagram and buy merch at flyingluchapig.com. Beautiful. And um, my new podcast, Red Plus Blue Equals Pod, is up on YouTube and maybe some other places, but it's definitely on YouTube. Me and Mike Fallick are watching Red vs. Blue, which I've never seen. And so we're going through that. Um, you guys know the deal. Talking Naruto, me and Benel, in the middle of the war arc. The Hokages just showed up, so shit's getting real. The dead ones. The dead Hokages. Uh, <laughs> they're there now. And the professional wrestling podcast with me and Katie Rose, Rose Leon. Um, well, we're definitely gonna talk about Cash Wheeler. <laughs> and we're gonna talk about Wembley and All Out, everything AEW, New Japan, Stardom, uh, pro wrestling, the programs. And so, with that, uh, we're going to call it a show here, and um, we'll see everybody next time for Baller Out
could just pretend Remember when maybe fall in love without It's bad.